Today is the 8th of February, 2021. So we see that time passes quickly in this year. Already one month and eight days have passed away. And the world is constantly spinning. But if our minds have delusion in them, they're deluded in the sense impressions they experience, um, that means that they're deluded by the world. So when we stay in the world, we meet with these sense impressions, and the mind becomes lost in them. It uh, seeks entertainment in them, it becomes drunk on them. And this causes the mind to become all stirred up, to become chaotic. And the suffering that arises in the heart like this, it's devoid of peace. But really all people want happiness. None of us want to experience suffering. And uh, when there's the new year, whether it's the universal uh, new year that we uh, celebrate all around the world, whether it's Thai New Year or Chinese New Year, um, we all wish for something. And even little children have these wishes. Um, they wish to study well. Um, they wish to uh, gain good things. And uh, for those who are diligent in their studies, they've got that effort. It's not difficult for them to succeed. But for some children, they get easily distracted. They get easily amused by things. And uh, it can be very difficult for them to succeed. And now there are many things in this world that can pull our hearts into distraction, um, getting them lost. So all of us need more wisdom than we did before. Because uh, the mind is less settled than it was before, that we receive far more sense impressions than we did in previous times. There's much more of this sense of self than there was before. People wish to experience this happiness, um, but it can be, it's more difficult uh, to experience peace of mind. And so seeing the Dhamma becomes something that's more difficult. Because the world is more developed, and darkness then develops in turn, and brightness doesn't arise. So we can compare that to the hearts of people, <clears throat> that the hearts are darker than they were before. And in previous times, it was easier for people to find peace, because the external environment was more supportive for that. But now the world has changed. For those of us who have faith and uh, wisdom, we need to try to, to practice um, so that we can give rise to good things, so that we can gain new things in our mind. So we see that these minds, they arise and they cease constantly. But it's that there are things which constantly come into the mind that lead it into delusion, that make it dark. That there's really no true self, but the mind takes things in terms of a self. In the beginning, we need to train. And that's, uh, we, when we gain an understanding of this path of practice, when we meet with this path of practice, then we need to walk along that. Because the world is constantly turning around, but um, 
time, it never returns. And if we just stay in the same place, we get stuck in place, we don't go anywhere, then everything's just the same old thing. We get born, then we meet with old age sickness and death, and it's not like that this is the first life that we have experienced, old age sickness and death. We've met, we've met with these things countless times before. The amount of Buddhas who have attained to perfect self-awakening have been enormous. And uh, for each of them to develop the Bharami, to reach that state, it took them an extremely long time. So they say that the amount of Buddhas who have arisen is more than all the grains of sand in the Ganges. And we just can't count how many that is. So that shows that the lives that we've had in the cycle of Sangsara is very, very many. But we take birth again, and then we need to experience old age and death again. And once we've been born, we can't get rid of that. But the arising of a self in the mind is what creates suffering in our hearts. For us, when we have faith already, we have this firm intention to practice. And we've met with this path, this teaching of the Buddha, that which leads us to light, that brings brightness into our hearts. We have faith that this is the right path. And when we have that faith, we should really try to walk this way, to walk fast, to really practice, so that we can leave the old things behind, and leave behind the spinning and the cycle of samsara. Because if we're born and we just live our lives day by day, just trying to get by, trying to make a living, um, then we don't really get anywhere. But if we put our efforts into this practice, we're really intent on that, focused on that, we see the dangers, we see the benefits, um, then we'll be able to meet with at least some kind of success. And just like how a child, when they study, and they wish to gain success in that, so they put in their efforts. And if they really do that, then uh, they will succeed. Maybe they wish to gain a good job, and so they really try to study well. And they realize that they need to increase the level of mindfulness and wisdom that they have. And so it's like that when we practice, we have this firm intention. We know that at some point we need to gain a refuge within our own hearts. We need to train our hearts to get to a place of peace, and this is something that's really important, because this is what allows the Dhamma to arise, allows our minds to gain Dhamma. So this Dhamma on a basic level um, is that of sacrifice. And we are people who are generous on a regular basis. If there's something to help out with, then we do that. Uh, we have a heart uh, which uh, likes to help out and which gains the joy of um, that sacrifice. We also need to have a basis of morality as well, to be founded in goodness. And... Uh, the things that we gain, they arise from causes. So just like uh, Venerable Sivali, 
who was the foremost in uh, gaining requisites during the time of the Buddha. But these came from the merit that he had created in the past. We can see past lives as being either a life before this life, or we could also take that in terms of it being yesterday. And so we have this intention in doing this merit. We have this faith, this belief in the merit that we are creating. And for those who do that, um, who do have this faith, then they'll be able to, to do it without much difficulty. And then we need to come to practice. Um, but in this stage of being generous, um, we see the danger in being stingy. We see the harm in that. We see the benefit in giving things away. So I give my Anamodana a choice and all of the lay people who are practicing in this way. And when we do this constantly, we um, are generous, we take care of our precepts on a regular basis, then things become easier. But that which is quite difficult is training our minds. Having this firm intention to bring the mind to peace. Because sometimes they gather into a peaceful state and sometimes they don't. But we should understand that that is natural, it's normal. We shouldn't get overjoyed when our hearts are peaceful. We shouldn't get dejected when they don't meet with peace. We tell ourselves that this, they, these things are just natural. And sometimes they think good thoughts and sometimes bad thoughts. Sometimes the mind is still, sometimes it's restless, sometimes it's full of doubts. And this is normal. We see these things arise and cease, that all things arise and cease. That they don't stay forever, these things are unsure. So when we take up this recollection, this reflection upon anicca, things being inconstant, being unsure, this is vipassana. And we see that all the feelings that arise in the heart are like this. These things, they're unstable, they're inconstant, they're not sure. And this is where wisdom can arise. And the mind becomes relieved from its former chaos due to that. So when we feel happy, then we tell ourselves it's not sure. When we feel sad, it's not sure. When we gain something, it's not sure. When we lose something, it's not sure. And keep telling ourselves this until the mind becomes something sure. The mind becomes sure because it sees that all things are not sure. And this is how wisdom arises. At the beginning, it can be quite difficult. Um, it requires a certain level of barami to do this, to train the mind. Uh, but when we've trained the mind already, then this becomes a cause for happiness to arise. And just like how we all wish, uh, or we all give other people good wishes during the new year. We want for people to meet with happiness in their lives. We want them to have a long life. But we must also understand that these things come from causes and conditions. And if those causes aren't there, then the results can't arise. So we do need to put our efforts into giving rise to these causes. And uh, all of us want for happiness. We, um, and in order to gain this happiness, we need to put in those causes for happiness. We need to think good thoughts, we need to do good deeds, we need to speak good words. And uh, when we do this, or sorry, rather, if we wish 
for success in all kinds of things in our lives, then we need wisdom. We need to train ourselves in the quality of sati, of recollection of sampajanya, this all-round knowing. And uh, gain wisdom, which really means gaining a thorough, all-round knowledge in the sankharas and conditioned phenomena. Whether that's external material conditions, whether it's internal, that of physicality or mentality. And this isn't something that is so difficult to the degree that we're not able to do it, that it's we're not able to train ourselves to reach this point. But if wisdom isn't arising, if our mindfulness and samadhi is not yet good, then we put our efforts into sacrifice, into keeping our precepts well. And this is something that we can do. And we carry on training in this until our minds become firm. So I ask for you to really be established in this way of practice. And uh, as we carry on like this, training ourselves in this way, uh, constantly, then the mind slowly but surely becomes more and more peaceful until eventually it settles into a very still place. Because um, if we're going to put it in an easy way, we see that the mind in its normal state is just thinking without stop. So the Buddha taught strategies to relieve this, to solve this. And these are the meditation objects that he uh, taught. For the monks, it's uh, hair of the head, hair of the body, nails, teeth, and skin. These are things that monastics contemplate. For lay people, you can reflect upon emptiness as the object of contemplation. Or bring up this mantra of Buddha and keep that there in the heart and do it a lot. Um, but for most practitioners, if we just try to stay with this one word, buddho, that doesn't help to relieve the thoughts in our minds so much that they just carry on without stopping. There's a lot of doubts. You can think, well, if I just recite this word, buddho, what am I going to get out of that? Uh, but really, I'm oh, sorry, um, and then when there are all these doubts, then they don't really give it a a true go, a real go. Or maybe they do it a bit, and then they stop, and they do it a bit again. And in this way, the mind doesn't settle into peace. But if we have a firm belief, however, if we have this trust that this path really will lead us to heaven, then we walk it, we put in our effort, we're focused, we're diligent, and we carry on without retreat. And we can contemplate the things around us, like the leaves falling. And sometimes the leaves that fall are green, sometimes they're yellow, sometimes they're brown. And as they fall, we can think to ourselves that these things, they're not sure, they're inconstant. And contemplate constantly in this way. That this is the nature um, of the things around us. This is how time operates, that it's always changing. And during the rainy season, that all the leaves on the trees are green. And then when it turns into the cold season, then they change and they become more withered and they fall to the ground. It's just like the lives of being that beings that uh, fall away. And sometimes it's children who die, sometimes adults and sometimes elderly people. And just like those leaves on the tree, that if there's a strong storm that blows through, then even the very young leaves uh, can get pulled down. 
we see that the yellow leaves that fall are many. And it's very easy for the brown leaves to uh, get pulled off their branches and fall down. And it's just like the lives of people. So we see that our lives are inconstant in this way. And really the nature that's all around us is the Dhamma. And uh, if we know how to contemplate things well, then we'll be able to gain wisdom. So we keep up our practice of generosity. Um, we sacrifice, we help out. And for monks, it's important for us to do this, to be ones who do sacrifice, who give up for the community, who develop harmony in living together. Uh, because we are those who want to meet with this truth. We need to meet with the truth before our bodies break apart. And uh, for us to truly give, give benefits uh, to these lives that we've been born into, then there needs to be an internal birth, that the Dhamma needs to be born inside our hearts. We need to seek out the Dhamma until we find it. Because the Buddha is right here in our hearts. And when our minds see nature, then they see the Buddha with clarity. There's no doubts. So we really have to train ourselves to reach this point. So we gain wisdom, so we can be freed from suffering. But this freedom from suffering, it arises little by little, until we understand with clarity. So carry on training your minds like this, and do this every single day. And really be firmly intent, because we wish to be freed from suffering. But in order to get that wish fulfilled, it requires our effort. And just like how we wish to finish our studies, we need effort to do that. And those business people uh, need efforts to meet with success in their work. They need mindfulness, they need wisdom. So for all of us, we need to rely upon our training, upon our practice, to carry on going without stop. And if we do this, then we will meet with the truth. Because the Dhamma is something that's already open and revealed. And whether or not a Buddha arises, the uh, Dhamma element, the Dhamma Dhatu, is something that's open. It's here. It's not otherwise. When the cause for something to arise occurs, then that thing arises. And this is something that's very clear. And if we see things like this with clarity, that means we've seen the Dhamma, that wisdom has arisen. So may all of you be firmly intent on this practice. <laughs>